Hello everybody and welcome to this very special In My Mug on uh, Saturday the 28th of March. Um, we're here at Cafe Harlequin and we have people. People are over there looking. Shall I say hello people? Uh, I'm joined by Gordon, who is the uh, joint owner of, uh, and, and Maria will come on at some point and wave as well, I'm sure. But uh, the, the barista here as well at uh, Cafe Harlequin in York. If you don't know where it is, I'm going to pop some details below of how you can find where Harlequin is. So, the reason we're here today, we've been doing another one of the meetups that we did a, a few weeks ago, which kind of was so successful, we thought, hey, we'll do it twice. Um, we're going to be doing a few more of these around the country as well, so keep an eye on the blog to, to see what's happening with that. Coffee we're going to talk about today is, is Gordon's Blend. Yes. Um, and do you just want to say hi to everybody? In hi Hansen? to everyone in Has Been World, <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah. Howdy. Um, yeah, what, what we're going to do, we've broken down the components of the blend first of all, so we can tell you about how it's made up and why it was brought together. And we've also sent some cups out to the audience so they can try and, and hopefully get the things I'm talking about and they don't think I'm crazy. So, first part that we've got is uh, a, a coffee from Brazil, it's called Fazenda Cachoeira, and people in Hasbro will know this being really well. It's very sweet, it's a coffee that we've had for about five or six years, and um, Gabrielle is the one who's got the restraining order out on me because every time I see him, I go, oh, I don't know, I'm your coffee. So, I'm going to do first get the snogger in the bowl on the cashware and then into you and see what we get. So. And smelling the bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not getting the benefit of smelling this, but we will pass it round there so you guys can try. So, I'm going to pass this round. So, just want to pass this round and have a smell from the coffee grains. And what did you get primarily there? I don't get quite a sweetness. I mean, it, 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 we kind of know what this coffee is going to taste like already because we've tasted it a lot of times, but it is bang on, isn't it? It's really sweet. Caramel. Yeah, yeah. Lovely aroma to it. It's uh, a coffee that doesn't take too dark a roast, so it's medium to medium dark, but it just develops this great sweetness and it's awesome in espresso. Um, so, do you want to join me? You go first. Okay, I'm going to let you go first. So we're trying this as filter because what we want to do is everybody to, to try it at the same time and some of the coffees are coming out. Has anybody got one yet? Yeah? Coming, they, they are coming across. So what, what are you, what, did anybody get anything from that little tiny sample? I know it's a small amount, but we want to go around. Does anybody taste anything in there that kind of jumps to mind? Chocolate, yeah. Caramel. <laughs> Caramel. I mean, it is, it, it's one of those coffees that's very easy to taste because it is, it is very sweet. It's, like, chocolate tones come through quite easily. Yeah, I think, I think milk chocolate is supposed to the, the dark, dark chocolate. Very much, very much. So, this is the first component of the one. The next one that we're going to try is the blue, blue jug that we've got up there. We, oh, um, which is the Samara <coughs> jug. Yeah, this used to be tapping on, didn't it? Gordon yeah, was yeah. talking to everybody about this earlier. That, if you want to kind of say about swapping across with the blends being organic and yeah, yeah. Like not, not organic as in we're going to put being organic in changing all the time. Yeah, I mean uh, we're, we're on to our second second blend uh, now. Uh, it's changed it about six months uh, from our first blend, which was at Honduras, uh, Lafani and uh, Cachoeira, which is which is a stunning blend. And we tried to look for something similar in, in the taste uh, structure, and Cachoeira was always going to be a big part of that. Uh, so 
from 33% up to 50% now. And then we look for two other great coffees to go with it. One from an acidic point of view, which is the Guatemala, and then something to give it a little bit of spice and a little bit of bite because uh, 80 to 90% of our coffee or espresso that we serve has milk in it, so it has to have a bit of bit of body and a bit of strength, which comes and that's fundamentally from Well, that's what's important when we're building a blend for uh, a coffee shop, is that most people drink coffee as milk um, in, in the coffee shop environments, cappuccinos, lattes, macchiatos, so it's got to have enough grunt cut through, um, and that's what this Sumatra does, so um, that's quite different. And my voice is going if you just it'll definitely come by the end of this video. So the Sumatra, it's it's from a, a very localised region um, on the island of Sumatra Island. It's called Raja Batak. Um, it was the Takangon before. It has changed the blend a little bit, but you know that's kind of what happens. And if the blend is the same all of the time, how? Why? You know because crops rotate in and out. Crops always change. Um, so. Coming round now, we've got to have the little samples of. Uh, come say hello, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> as much as we get. We got a Sumatra. Yeah. Uh, we'll just do a little dance now, just as an interval. We'll come back in a minute. Now, so hopefully everybody has got some of the Sumatra um, Ling Tong and Raja Batak in front of them. Yeah. We've got one each this time, which is so uh, they're spoiling us. <laughs> Where did that come from? No. <laughs> <laughs> has everybody got one of these? Everybody tasting it? Yeah? No? Yes, no, some people. Well, everybody who has. <laughs> What, what are you getting there? What are you primarily kind of tasting? It's quite different to the cashewara, isn't it? First of all, this is a much earthier coffee. Sumatras tend to be take a much darker roast on them to develop their flavours properly. So this is really what we as dark as has been would go, um, just to develop the flavours of it. Because otherwise you will get a lot of mushroomy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, definitely mushroom. Does anyone get mushroom? No? Yeah. A little bit earthy, no, none of that sweetness of the last cup for sure. And it just shows you how sweet the last one was because the batch changed. It's almost astringent, dries the tongue a little bit, spicy, woody, all descriptors that tend to be used to, um, to talk about the Sumatra. So that's the second component of the blend, and this is around about 30% um, of the blend. So use any more than that and it will dominate the cup. But that's a nice amount just to give you some good crema because it does help the crema. It does, yeah. And um, helps it hold together a little better. So, what we're going to do, we're going to pause again now for a little time and then we're going to try the next one, which is the Guatemala Organic in the Silver Pot. So. And we're back again. So, this is the third part of the blend. This is the Guatemala Organic Entre Rios. Um, this is in the blend primarily, actually we should be spelling it. Yeah. But this is primarily in the blend for acidity. It's to give it a little bite and kind of make it a little bit more complex in the cup, yeah. particularly as an espresso. You won't get this so much through the milk, but in the espresso you'll really get it. So. I'm just 
going past his rail, and this is a big man to remind that, you know, smelling the coffee can tell you an awful lot of what's coming. And with that, it is almost effervescent. There's a little bit of brightness to it. If you get the okay, this is going to give me some brightness in the cup. So, should we dive in and taste what we've got there? Massively different, I think. Massively different than the Sumatra that we've just had. This one is it's much lighter, almost tea-like a little bit. Yeah, very much. Very front end, isn't it? Um, yeah, it, it is quite floral as well, which I, I don't tend to get so much with the Enterios, but this is this is really quite floral. And a nice bite of acidity on the sides of the tongue, just kind of livens it up. Is everybody else getting those kind of things? Yeah, I'm, I'm, or am I just yeah. talking rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so the components are there. The sweetness is there from the Cachoeira. The body is there for the Sumatra and a little bit of acidity on the on the back end. This is 20%, I think, 20%. I think it's the other way around. Guatemala is 30% and Sumatra is 20. Uh, are you sure? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just roast it, hey, Mum, into now. That's what he told me last week, so it may have changed. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's why it's in there, you know, kind of gives you that whole balance of taste. Now, we're going to pause it again, and where we're going to have some espressos, we're going to try it as an espresso, or as a milk thing for those who want to try milk, and then just see what we think of it from there. So, back in a minute. <laughs> So now what we're going to do is going to try the espresso and um... <laughs> You're a strange man. I am. I'm a strange man. <laughs> so yeah, everybody's, everybody's got an espresso to share and an espresso to try, yeah? So let's dive in. Hey, first of all, I'll show you a photo of the crema and you'll see from the, the photograph here on the, on the screen that this is kind of really holding together well. Um, yeah, it's amber, isn't it? It is, it's really good. So, let's, uh, let's dive in. And this is the more traditional way of doing in my mugs, where we actually taste coffee instead of tasting all the individual components. A lot of the times we've always done single estates, because that kind of works for this format, but I thought it was really good to do the blend today, because now we know what it's tasting and how it is. And what, can I give you some descriptors of what people are tasting in the espresso? Just the first word that comes into your head. Salty. Salty? Don't say coffee. Please don't say coffee. <laughs> chocolate at the end. Chocolate's at the end, that's brilliant. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, again, that's going to be the Kishwara. We know where that chocolate's coming from from trying the independent parts. Do, do you get the earthiness there, though, in the body? You know? And that saltiness is going to be that Sumatra. You know, that's there, kind of sitting underneath, being the big part of it. And then. I'm also getting the kind of other side of the tongs, I'm getting that acidity that I got with the Guatemala again. It's delicate, it's slight, but it's there, you know, it's really kind of there. Whiny. Whiny? I mean, that's going to be the acidity, you know, the acidity of a wine, I, I'm, I'm kind of guessing, but I mean, I do get that kind of real brightness with it. Almost effervescence kind of on the sides of the tongue. It's like slightly going towards rotten fruit. Jeez, <laughs> that's not a good one. Or in a good way. In a good way. Is, that, is that like strawberries dipped in cow dung in a good way? That did for the Balmadi natural. That's not a good way. I mean, for me, I think it's a great espresso. I think it really does what it needs to do. And in milk, it does what it needs to do as well. And I know some of you have tried it when you came in with the milk, and I think it's. It's kind of a really good blend of yeah. rip off proud of it. In the milk, it definitely goes a bit more uh, chocolatey and caramelly. It really cuts through a little bit of spice from the Sumatra. It works really, really well. 
Listen, thank you, thank you very much, and thank you very much, audience, for kind of listening while we yabber on about this and we get this recording out of the way. Now we can drink some real coffee and start to enjoy ourselves. So, thank you very much for tuning in, and look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks a lot.